Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Empowering Life Ministries podcast. I'm so glad that you could join us today. Uh, we're looking at the seven feasts of Israel. And uh, really, over the last few podcasts, we've really uh, picked up a lot of gems out of the Word of God and some of these things that this speaks to. There's treasure uh, through the Word of God. And, and you know what? As much as we've learned, I know there's so much more we hadn't even seen yet. And, you know, to me, that just makes me want to keep digging more and more so I can see the full picture of everything that the Lord's intention is over our lives. Uh, we've got good news to share with people. And, you know, our heart, uh, Don and I heart, is is to empower people to walk into things that, that God's called them to do. You know, it's good that we all have different callings and different anointings and giftings in our lives and stuff. But, you know, all together, uh, it's amazing uh, what the Lord, how He blends all those things together and causes those gifts uh, to really manifest Christ in this earth. And He does it through us. So I want to jump back into the Word today. I want to remind you of something we closed out with uh, in the last podcast. Is we got to talking about how the Scripture uh, said that whenever uh, they would take the lamb on the 10th day of the month, that they would have to set it aside for four days, and then on the fourth day they would offer that lamb unto the Lord. And and uh, we talked about how that probably the families got attached to that lamb during that time uh, before they offered it, but in it it caused them to really feel and see the sacrifice of that animal that was going to be offered. Uh, that's really what we see with the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, movies like Mel Gibson's Passion and you watch stuff like that, it's emotionally moving seeing those things. And I know it's only a movie, but it's a pretty good depiction about what Scripture talks about, everything he went through. Uh, his visage was marred, it talks about in Isaiah, prophesying probably 600 years before uh, he, he ever went to the cross. But it painted a, a perfect picture of everything that he was going to do and everything that was going to take place. And you know, when Adam sinned, God has set aside his lamb for four days. We talked about it in Scripture in Second Peter 3 and 8 that it says, uh, But beloved, be not ignorant of this one thing, that one day is with the Lord as a thousand years, and a thousand years as one day. And you know, prophetically speaking, uh, that's talking from Adam to Christ was actually a 4,000 years. And that's what we talked about, that actually it was only four days in the eyes of God and in the heart of God. So just like that Passover lamb was kept for four and offered, four days and then offered, Jesus Christ himself was taken on the 10th day, or, or Jesus was uh, kept for four days and then offered on the, on the uh, after that four days were all uh, done, he was sacrificed for us. It said on in the scripture, we're going back now to what we were reading in um, Exodus chapter 12. It says whenever they offered that lamb, that that lamb had to be eaten. It said the head, the legs, and the pertinence thereof. And the head really speaks of we're partaking of Christ's mind. He is the head of the church. And uh, when we're bringing in the word of God to us and our prayer and our relationship with God, uh, we're eating the head. We're getting Christ's mind. We're to eat the legs. And that speaks of our walk with God. We're, we're taking His walk and we're making it our walk. 
And pertinence, that's not a word we use every day, but it actually references out to mean the inward parts. Uh, the inward, it really speaks of the inward motives and the affections of Christ uh, that are there. And those things, you know, when we feed on those things, you are, those statements, you are what you eat. That's why when we feed on the things, the good things of God, those are the things that start manifesting out of our life. And I think that's why the scripture talks about they were first called Christians in Antioch because when they saw all these men and women of God that were serving the Lord, they saw Jesus. They saw the same compassion through them. They saw the same love. They heard the same message. Uh, and, and, you know, people pay attention to that. You know, every one of us are living epistles. And the Bible says that we're read of all men. So they're reading our life. And, you know, I wonder what kind of book we're giving them. Are we giving them Jesus? Are, are they seeing Jesus when they see us? I trust they are. It says that this feast, it was going to be held just before midnight. Now, midnight speaks of the end of an age. It's the darkest hour before the dawn of a new day. Jesus, what he did is he ended an old mosaic system and he ushered in a new covenant that was established in him. It also said this, that there was safety by staying in the house. You know, if they went outside of that blood-stained door, if they went outside that house, they would no longer be covered by that blood. The destroyer would kill them. They would have been, they would have been open prey, if you would. Uh, that's why you remain in the blood. You know, we talked about Jesus was the door spoken of in John 10. And, you know, individually, we're the church. Individually, we're the Father's house. But we do have a gathering place called the church that we go to. And, you know, we need to stay in Christ because that's where our safety is. We don't need to wander off from the Lord. The Lord, not in the new covenant. The Lord's not going to kill us in the new covenant. But I'll tell you this right now. Bad decisions and being in the wrong places could create consequences for your life that could cause you to lose your life. That's why we walk in the things of God. That's why as sons of God, we're led by the Spirit of God. And what we do, where we go, you know, the Spirit, the Lord is really, as the Scripture talks about, uh, that let, let the Lord rule in your hearts. And that references out, let Him be the umpire of your heart. And if you've been walking with the Lord at any any time at all, uh, I know you know that uh, quickening that comes in you. It's like an umpire blowing a whistle, like in a basketball game where you, you step out of bounds or you double dribble or whatever, you hear a whistle. You know, well, that quickening of the Holy Spirit in our lives, when we get into something we shouldn't be get, getting into or maybe going places we don't need to be going or doing, you know, anything along that line, that's the Spirit of God in us when we feel that conviction over that or that check within our spirit. And we need to be really sensitive to understand that that's the Lord working in our behalf. That's, that's His love for us. He's not trying to keep anything from us other than harm and destruction. He's trying to save our life and be there for us. <laughs> so I'm telling you, uh, listen to the Spirit of God. Listen to that voice that's speaking to you. Let Him lead you and also let Him stop you. It's your choice to do those things. I'm going to stop for today and we'll pick this up uh, 
next podcast. Thank you so much for joining me today. God bless you.